Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's gonna be episode 45 of the NeuroEdge podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is named Eight Hacks to Unleash Creativity. And before I jump into everything, as always, I wanna give a little bit of preface of what it's gonna be about. And I think one thing that is taken for granted in our society is this idea of creativity and that creativity is only limited to a certain few amount of people. And I used to think that myself and I don't think it now that I've kind of gone along a self-development journey and everything and really dove into trying to become a creator myself. That is not, I mean, it couldn't be further from the truth that creativity is only reserved for the artist and people like that. I used to make the mistake of labeling myself as someone that had a very numbers oriented brain and also was very mathematical and kind of rigid in structure and didn't think I was a creative person. And I think it's my firm belief that everybody has a creative side. And whether you are an artist or are an entertainer or something like that, or you're an entrepreneur or you're a business person or whatever you do, I think there's creativity to be had in whatever we do. At the end of the day, we are all humans and we're here on this planet and I think we are here to create. So these are some things that I think really have Help me improve my creativity and kind of get me more into a creative state because I all I think we all have that. I think it's something that's innate in every human being and it's up to us to tap into it and see where our creative genius is. I really think that everybody has that and that's what's neat about being a human is everybody is unique and can provide their own point of view and their own interpretation of it. Unfortunately, a lot of people go through their life and they never unleash their creative side, they never unlock their creative side, and they probably had it in there. And as much as they may have told themselves that they didn't or other people told them they didn't, I really think everybody has. So these are kind of tips and practices that I have put together to, to recommend and kind of get you in the zone of wanting to create something. And I think, again, everybody's going to have that creative zone and it's what you do to get your brain into that state and allow yourself to create those things. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. But as always, before I jump in, don't forget like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube video. That really helps get the message out. And if you're listening to this on the podcast version on iTunes or Spotify or anything like that, please leave a review. It really helps. So I would love to see how this is kind of helping transform your life. And what I'm also doing now, doing a lot of giveaways. So if you want to join the Facebook group, it's called NeuroEdge Facebook group. I've got the link in the description and that's on the podcast or YouTube video or Facebook, wherever you're listening to this too. So you want to be a part of a community of like-minded people like myself that are really interested in furthering yourself, having the best health possible, and having the best brain possible. Join that group, and I'm going to be doing a lot of free giveaways for people in it, so I think you'll like it and kind of like the vibe of what's going on there. And it's really just about transforming yourself to become the healthiest, most optimal version of yourself. That is why I feel I was put on this planet, and that is what I love creating, as we are talking about creativity on this episode today. So again, creativity, something I think every human is going to have. And again, there's this idea in our society that not everybody is a creator. So you have artists, you have actors, you have musicians, you have anybody that we consider as an artist, and, they, and we are told, oh, those are the creative people. And that's what, that's what I used to think. I think, man, I wish... I didn't really think about it outwardly, but inwardly I would think sometimes I wish I had the ability to think about things on my own and create them on my own. And you really have to get to a point in your life where it becomes so burning inside you that you know that's what you want to do. And whatever life circumstances lead you to that point, I think every human is going to have that, but I think your life circumstances can really 
expedite it or bring it to the forefront. But anyway, this idea that you need to be an artist or something like that to be creative is nonsense. I think, and especially because I'm an entrepreneur, that that is maybe one of the highest forms of creation. And it's really think about anything that you do as your art. And I think about my business as my art. It's what I'm creating to serve other people. Just as artists and entertainers are creating their art to serve other people, entrepreneurs, business people, doctors, healthcare practitioners, any, anybody else that's involved in the economy is trying to provide value to other people. Their art is what they're creating for those other people. And when you mature to the point that you understand that the value that you're providing for other people is actually an art, you take what you do a lot more seriously and you put a lot more craft and dedication and discipline behind it. And you also understand that that's the value that you're providing the world and that is your art. So you take it as seriously as an artist would or you take it as seriously as an athlete would as they're creating whatever sport they're playing to provide value to other people for entertainment. Your business or whatever you're doing is no different. And I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or you're an employee in an organization. To some extent, you are creating. And again, if you're doing something for somebody else, you're creating. And I think about this when I was younger. I think too back when I was younger, when I would work with my dad. And I used to hate it because I would have to go outside and work outside all day, landscaping and doing heavy manual labor. And I didn't like that. I'm a physical person, but just wasn't me. I, I like to engage my brain a lot more than that. And I think back and I realized that I was actually creating. So the mulch that I was spreading, the sod that I was laying, I was creating things for other people. And when you put that framework and that lens on what you're doing, you all of a sudden flip a switch in your brain and say, oh, wow, well, I'm doing this. I want to take ownership of it and make sure that, that art that I'm providing for other people has value. And then you take pride in it and you realize that that's your creation and something that you brought value to the world. So whatever it is you're doing, wherever stage you are in life, Take this idea and this framework and lens to understand that what you are doing is creative work. And it's important that you're doing that work for other people and providing value to other people and other people will see that. And I don't care whether it's five people, one person or five people or five million people, someone's still gonna see that and recognize the beauty in that. And I think as humans, we get fulfillment when we create things for other people. That's how we're wired. We're wired to in our DNA down to our cells to have the the ability and this notion that we're helping other people because that's what helped us survive for thousands of years by providing value to our communities and the people around us. So again, creativity is not for the chosen few that were blessed by a strike of lightning that had a creative spark that you can't achieve. It is for everyone. And I don't say that to be cheesy. I think you, a lot of you, if you listen to this, know I'm not a corny person. I'm very authentic and want you to see the value of what I'm doing, but this is creativity is for everyone. Creativity is something that everyone I believe has the potential to unleash. And it's just a matter of getting into the zone so that you can get your creativity out into the world and get what your message is or whatever your craft or whatever your work is out into the world to do so. So these eight hacks are going to be things that I have used in my experience building my own business doing what I want to do in life that I've noticed have really put me in the creative zone to do so. So let's jump on into them. The first one is exercise. So obviously this is a health fitness optimization podcast. And of course I'm going to talk about exercising. However, there is scientific data out the wazoo that is going to explain why exercise helps creativity. Exercise is going to allow your brain to release neurotrans create neurotransmitters, release hormones, release endorphins, 
that put your body into a better state that your brain can function. And when you exercise, think about it, and I talk about this a lot, as creating a state change within your body. So when you create a state change, your brain is all of a sudden having to work and think in new ways. And what's cool about exercise is you really, when you're exercising, you really have to get into your body. So you have to be present in your body and you have to be present in the moment, focusing on what that's doing. And what happens is your brain starts to rewire pathways because it's using your body, you're conscious of what's going on physically and everything around you. And so your brain becomes a little bit more aware of what's going on. When it does this, your, create, your creativity is increased, one, because your brain is functioning at the highest level possible. So your brain is functioning in a good way where you're thinking and you're, you're thinking about what's going on around you. So I have noticed that if I ever have a creative block or I'm thinking about something and want a new idea to try to accomplish a certain task or look for a solution to a problem or something like that, exercise is the number one way that I have noticed that it kind of opens up. And the, the mental clarity and focus I have after doing exercise, it's what, that's why I've made it number one on the list. It's unprecedented to me is the ability that I can have to focus in when doing exercise, especially if I've been working for a while, I've been working for four or five hours, I kind of get stuck or my brain starts to get a little foggy or something like that. Even just a little bit of exercise can really help me jump into being more creative, seeing past and seeing solutions to problems around me. Number two is going to be sleep. Obviously, again, th these are two things that are crucial just for your health overall, but sleep is going to be crucial for creativity. And I say this because we actually have to sleep to remember things. And creativity, to break it down, is really looking at what's going on in your environment and synthesizing new products, services, data based on whatever you see in your environment. And we can't synthesize that data into something new, into something that's unique and special, if we can't remember it. And in order to remember it, we have to sleep. And so if you are not sleeping optimally, you're not going to be as creative, point blank period. I think if you look at a lot of the great creative people, musicians, authors, entertainers, actors, anybody like that, they made a priority to sleep. There was a book I was reading, I think it was called Stillness is the Key. And one of the great, I think he was a, an orchestra director, maestro, one of those guys. Uh, it might have been a string orchestra or something like that. But anyway, he would sleep 10 hours a day. And especially leading up to when he was having a big symphony or something like that. He was so focused on sleep because it helps your brain remember things, but also synthesize new pathways because your brain is healthy. So I can't stress that as being important enough. Obviously, everybody knows sleep is important for health. But if you are doing anything where you're trying to be creative, and again, it doesn't have to be necessarily quote unquote art, but anything in your job, anything like that, you have to sleep because you have to be able to remember the data that you take in throughout the day to synthesize something new the next day going forward. So sleep, again, going to be one thing that is huge for you if you're trying to be creative. The next one is what I put as number three, and I think this is one thing that I have noticed in my life is reading books or podcasts. And this could be in the form of actually reading a book, listening to audiobook, listening to podcasts. And I am huge on this. Obviously, I am doing a podcast right now. But I have noticed in the last four or five years when I really made it a priority in my life to learn things and always have new data coming into me that I get a lot more creative. Because what happens is you start to become a dot connector. And so when you start listening to podcasts, you start reading books, you start to bring in data from those books and then connect dots in the rest of your life. And I think the best way, the best way you could really look at this is just a little bit more abstract is I'll give you an example. So 
in my real estate career, when I started, I read books about real estate and I listened to podcasts about real estate. And I was able to model what I was doing based on the people that I listened to. And then I modeled the people that I listened to and then went out and implemented what they told me. And then I got new ideas because I was getting feedback from the implementation that I got from reading books and listening to podcasts. And then I was able to create new ways and new systems that worked for me. And so I created whole new systems that maybe the people on the podcast or books had or didn't had. But because I kind of synthesized all that together, I created a package that worked for me and helped me grow my business. And it's, it's no different than anything in life. Same thing if I read books about public speaking. That doesn't necessarily relate to real estate, but the implementation tactics that I got that I was able to put into my business and my communication skills with other people helped me synthesize something creative and create product or service offerings that help people. So you're becoming this dot connector, and especially when you're reading different books and different podcasts and everything, you can create things more effectively because you're exposing yourself to the world. And when you actually try to take in those things and learn a lesson from them and implement on your life or whatever you're doing, it really fuels up your creativity. And I notice that there's periods, whether I'm going on vacation or something like that, when I'm not actively learning through books, through podcasts, through courses, anything like that, when I'm not doing that, my brain comes to a standstill. And so when I try to go create something, it's not as powerful and I don't have as much force behind it because I wasn't learning, because I wasn't putting new data into my brain to synthesize and then grow and further myself in terms of knowledge or health or whatever it is. So I think that's hugely important. Number three, reading books, podcasts. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to podcasts a little bit, but I can't stress that enough in terms of doing any type of creative work, how it's going to help. And especially looking at different problems you may have, whether that's in your business or life. Uh, number four is going for a walk. So this goes a little bit hand in hand with exercise, but I set this one aside because I think there's difference between doing high intensity exercise that I like to do and also going for a walk. And they both help with creativity, but I really want to do set aside going for a walk and not just lump that in with exercise. But anyway, there is something that I think is going on in the brain. There's probably scientific studies to support this. And if not, there probably will be in the future. But when you are moving, it is easier for your brain to think. And I think this was in Sweden. They actually have classes where the kids walk around while they're doing the lesson. And they actually have measured that their brains take in the lesson better because they're doing it while they're moving rather than just being sedentary at a desk. And so this idea of going for a walk, I think there's something that's going on with our blood flow that is getting to the brain as opposed to just staying stationary or standing stationary, that when you're going for a walk, your brain starts to fire in new directions. And if you think about creativity at its base level, again, it's taking in data from the external world, synthesizing it into something new. And if you wanna do that at the best level, you want your brain to be functioning at the best level. And if your brain is getting more blood flow to it, i.e. through the form of taking a walk, you're going to have more creativity just by nature. But it's a personal side note. I have noticed this, if I'm ever struggling with any sort of problem in my business or want something, if I want, if I have a question that I want the answer to, and it's really more of an abstract question, okay, how do I do this? How do I work these moving parts better? Something that I necessarily can't look up on Google or find in a book. Going for a walk really helps me to draw down and focus in on, and I'm not saying I get an answer every time, but it provides new solutions that I get. And I think, oh, okay, I, I wouldn't have thought of that 
if I was sitting at my desk. So going for a walk, especially a few times throughout the day, I try to at least make sure I get a couple 15, 20 minute walks three or four times a day. So that thing, I, th I think it's huge. And especially again, you don't have to be an artist to be able to benefit from that. It can be in your business, anything like that. Next one, number five is do something random. And this could be anything, but it goes back to the idea of a state change in your brain. And I think when you remove yourself from the environment that's reminding you who you are, you all of a sudden start to see connections. So whether that, that could be travel, obviously travel is a little, little restricted right now with all the virus stuff going on, but it, it doesn't have to be travel. You could remove yourself and go do something completely different. You could go to a new place that you've never been before that's close to your house. You could go talk to someone else that you've never done before. And this idea of doing something random you're gonna to start to see things that you wouldn't have seen as opposed if you just stuck and stayed on the same path that you have always done. I know that's something that I struggle with and it's very easy for me to get into a routine and just kind of stick to that routine and not deviate. However, some people, they're the opposite and they like to do that. But if you do that, there is, you're gonna limit yourself from a creative perspective and you need to throw yourself into random situations, whether that's meeting new people, being in a new environment, being in a new place, doing that really helps fuel up your creativity again because creativity is all about most important, one of the most important things is taking new data in to be able to synthesize whatever you want to put out into the world. So doing something random is huge. And again, that, that could be up to you and it doesn't have to be necessarily something where you're super outside of your comfort zone, but you need to do something that changes up your daily routine, especially right now where a lot of stuff is closed and things like going out or going to meet new people might be a little bit tougher to do. Doing something random is gonna be even more important than just staying in your house, which is kind of the recommendation right now, I guess. But anyway, I think that's huge, especially again, if you're trying to get past your creative block or just want some new ideas to flow. When you go into a random environment, you're gonna see things and it's gonna you're gonna have time to kind of reflect on it and say, oh wow, I never would have thought of that or talked about it from that perspective. Um, next thing is actually a supplement that I take. So obviously on a health podcast, I'm going to probably talk about exercise and some form of supplement, but it, it very, I think it's very crucial that people understand how important supplements can be and actually how they can make your life better. And think about supplements is, do you absolutely need them to survive? No, you can get by just eating food. However, the food that we eat is not as nutritious and nutrient dense as it was at one point in time. And there are certain things that you just cannot get from food that can make your life better. So sure, would you be able to survive without them? Of course, but will you have a higher quality of life if you have supplements? Yes, you will. It's kind of the same thing. Do you need money to survive? Yes. Is your life better with more money? Yes. So there are things that you can supplement with that will help improve creativity. And one thing that I have noticed is a mushroom extract called lion's mane. It's lion's mane extract and you can get it at any health food store or anything like that. But in my research, a lot of it has to do with nervous system support. But I have noticed, I've really tried to go away from drinking caffeine, coffee, things like that, into taking something like lion's mane that doesn't necessarily have a stimulant effect, but it helps your neurotransmitters in your brain and helps nervous system function. But I've noticed the last few months when I have taken lion's mane extract, that that really helps with creativity. Creativity in the sense I'm able to block out a lot of the noise, white noise, distractions that may be going on, whether that's just random emails, anything that kind of bogs you down. 
and get you out of the state of being able to think about things from an abstract creative standpoint. So lion's mane extract, it's not only is it good for that, but it's also good for your immune system and your overall health. And lots of other mushroom extracts are too. There's shaga, turkey tail, uh, cordyceps, lots of different mushroom extracts. But one thing I've noticed and that it's kind of noted for is lion's mane. Really helps with that. And again, I'm loving that, over, especially over caffeine, which a lot of times can make you creative, but can also make you a little jittery. So it's kind of like you're getting energy, but you're also distorting it a little bit because I, I'm a little bit more caffeine sensitive, so I get really jazzed up and then kind of becomes overwhelming and my brain starts moving too fast. Whereas Lion's Mane, it's a nice, calm, steady focus, and you're really able to think about things in a new way. So, and again, you can find that at any health food store, anything like that. Number seven is going to be don't look at your phone during the morning and during the evening. So at the, during the morning and during the evening, your brain is much more sensitive to impression. It's more impressionable about from data that is taking place during that time. And if you're immediately looking at your phone in the morning or it's the last thing you do before you go to bed, you're going to be putting in data that is probably not helping with creativity because you're reminding yourself of whatever you have going on. So that's one thing that I've noticed is really huge for me in being able to think about things because your brain is much more in a beta brainwave state as opposed, or excuse me, an alpha brainwave state as opposed to beta where you're really focused on what's going on in your external world. So that is one thing I've noticed is huge. And I'm going to do an episode about that more in depth in the future, but if you can just don't look at your phone in the morning, don't look at it immediately when you wake up and then right before you go to bed. Try to have some time where you're contemplative, thinking about what you want to achieve in life and everything. And the last thing that I have noticed is chug water and drink. When you drink water, your brain is able to think about things so much better. And I notice this a lot of times when I'm working, I'll get kind of stuck on something or just have a little bit of brain fog or energy. And when I drink water, especially 20 to 30 ounces, it really helps fire my brain back up and get me in the zone of being creative. I think it's important to drink just for your overall health, a gallon of water, at least every day. But when you drink water, you're, I don't think lubricating is the best word, but you're getting oil into your body that you can use for your fuel. Everything that takes place in your body is an electrochemical reaction. And when you have more water in your body, these electrical electrochemical reactions are better able to take place and fire better. So again, kind of goes without saying, but water is going to be something that really helps with creativity. So those are the eight hacks with creativity. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, let me know if you try any of these, how it affects your creativity, what you think about it, and how you benefit. And again, don't forget, join the free Facebook group. We'll get started on doing all of those giveaways and everything when I have enough people in there. So join that and I will talk to you soon. Peace.